Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday is Jobs Day, uh, June 22nd. Hope y'all are doing well as we kind of winding down this quarter. Got one week left, but not much left in the way of earnings coming through. Hey, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that the amount of risk you have in the portfolio is the one thing that you can take control of. You need to know how much risk you currently have. You need to know what that risk number should be based on your age and how close you are to retirement. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. 5.7 Light FM, Maroon Fife is there. Morning Dave is here. We're at 8.41. Time to check in and see what's going on on Wall Street with your money today. we got a pretty eventful day going on, especially from the national economy front. It's getting backed up by some international events as well. Let's check in with Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services, who is here today. And I'm glad you are, Philip, because Jay Powell made just... Uh, Massive PR points with Congress yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking they wanted to just kick his butt right out of there because the markets sure didn't like what he had to say yesterday. Oh, Lordy, no. The NASDAQ was down a percent and a quarter yesterday, down 165. Standard & Poor's was off by half a percent, down 23. And the Dow was down a third of a percent at 102. And it looks to me like the uh, the uh, re- retrenchment started basically right after he got done talking in the morning, didn't it? Yeah, I'm thinking so. I mean, I don't think I saw much green ink at all yesterday, if any at all yesterday. And guess what? He gets to do it again today with the Senate. This time he has Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders on the other side of the dais, which will probably make the fireworks even more because those two think that uh, recession, what recession? All we got to do is put the interest rates back down to zero and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah, I'm thinking that's not going to happen. And the the futures are already indicating a lot of red ink this morning. So I don't think they agree either. So it's going to be interesting to how the, you know, Powell handles those guys. But, you know, the rhetoric's going to be we've got to get inflation under control. That half a percent increase he's talking about, he thinks he's going to do it. And uh, and that's going to be his position. Absolutely. Uh, That basically was the gist of what Powell said in front of the House yesterday. Expect rate increases to continue. Federal Reserve economists still say that a recession before the end of 2023 is more likely than not. And uh, the idea of reducing interest rates before the end of the year pretty well off the table now because inflation is still in the 5% neighborhood and Powell wants it down around 2 whether we like it or not. And uh, whether Congress likes it or not probably is where the fireworks are going to come from today, right? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, one of the things that Powell I don't think has done is he needs to throw it back to them, right? He can control monetary policy, but he can't control fiscal policy. And, and that goes back to Congress. And so maybe he just needs to start throwing stuff back in their face and you know that's been my rant now that you've had to put up with for eons now there's two ways to handle budget issues and 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 macro issues on the economy fiscal policy and monetary policy congress keeps spending money keeps running the deficit up keeps in priming the pump mode to use keynesian terms on the thing and the federal reserve handling monetary policy has absolutely no choice since we've got no discipline on the legislative side to be able to choke us off with monetary policy and a much more draconian monetary policy than we need because Congress can't seem to keep its 
it's 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 zipper up for lack of a better term. They just we've got two halves of the economy, and only one of them acts like anything older than a five year old. Well, that, that's true, and so that continues to be a problem with inflation. Hey, at least we're not as bad as as uh, Turkey, right? Turkey's inflation is at forty percent. They just raised interest rates to fifteen percent. <laughs> Please don't tell me that's a harbinger of the future. <laughs> Talking about raising interest rates, though, uh, if we've got some uh, conservative reaction on our interest rates, Bank of England evidently isn't. They bumped their reference interest rate up by a full half percent. If anybody remembers what uh, happened to our markets the moment that we raised our interest rates by a half a percent, you got a pretty good idea what's going on in England this morning. Well, that's right, and it wasn't expected. They didn't expect that high of an increase. I, I'm not sure they expected an increase at all because the last rhetoric coming out of England was that, uh, hey, we're going to not go into a recession. Inflation is doing what it's supposed to do, coming down. Um, obviously, the Bank of England doesn't think so, um, and, and they're not the only ones, right? We've got other interest rate increases as well. I mean, I just told you about India's, but I mean, uh, uh, Turkey's, but but you also have uh, Norway. Uh, their national bank raised interest rates a half a percent as well, and that was double the expectations for them. And you want to see what that's going to do to the overseas markets. Wait till I get to the European markets this morning. They are not impressed with those half percent interest rate increases any more than our markets were. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, that, and that's the, that's the thing is that we're going to continue to see that, and as you say, until uh, the beatings will continue until we get it right. <laughs> Which we probably won't, knowing Congress. Uh, other things going on this morning affecting the economy is the employment picture, which we've been saying for eons now is just holding up in a remarkably robust fashion. Uh, this is uh, interesting this morning. Unemployment claims, first-time claims up 264,000 claims last week for the first time. That's the same number we had last week, but then they uh, turned around and revised prior week numbers up by a little bit, indicating that at the very least we're still robust, but it is softening by a little, isn't it? It is. I mean, this is two weeks in a row now we've been in that 264 range, and so uh, I think that's, uh, you know, again, that's that's the the most we've seen, the highest we've seen since 2021 in November. So uh, we continue to see uh, unemployment ticking up a little bit, which is also playing into what Powell wants to see as well, because it's the wage inflation that's a big part of our inflationary issues right now. And you really hate talking like that because, you know, talk about wage inflation, we're paying people too much. No, individually, that's, you know, that, 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 that sounds horribly coarse. But the fact of the matter is the more it costs to produce something, the more it ends up costing to sell it, and that's called inflation. So it, it's, it's, it's a wicked circle to get into. And uh, as we phase in increased minimum wages in a lot of states, like Florida, for instance, uh, we're going to have continue to have wage pressure. Because remember, if you index, companies tend to index themselves against their lowest paid employee at the minimum wage. So if a $12 an hour employee goes up to $13.5 an hour, that means the $20 employee also gets indexed up, and it becomes a, 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 a slippery slope's the wrong term, but it does become a cascading effect on the wage and, on the wage picture and the cost to produce stuff. It does, and and that affects everything that you and I buy, and everybody out there what they buy from from McDonald's to Walmart to Saks Fifth Avenue. You know, it, it all plays into uh, to the cost of goods sold. 
Absolutely. And while I'm certainly not saying I'm necessarily opposed to people getting paid more money, I'm sure as heck not, especially in my own rate. Uh, it, it does, when you take it on a macro basis across the entire nation, end up causing inflation. That's one of the things that's giving us a challenge at the moment. It is. It is. You know, when COVID, so many people left the job market that that in itself caused wage inflation. And so fewer people for more jobs means they can get more money for the job they want to do. And so that automatically creates that uh, that inflationary pressure. Absolutely. Other tidbits going on today. Uh, talked about Powell. Bed Bath & Beyond is no more. Its assets were sold at auction the other day to Overstock.com. So if you want a deal on some overpriced pillows, Overstock.com is where you'll be able to find them. And among our big techs, i got an interesting story. Google is griping at Microsoft at the Federal Trade Commission. Evidently, Microsoft makes it real hard for you to get off of their cloud, and Google is honked off at that. And we got a war between the titans in cloud computing. Now, that ought to be something interesting to watch with all of the uh, growth on the NASDAQ and the high-tech exchange. If they, if they start suing each other over market share, that could get intriguing. Yeah, it, it will be. It will be uh, as we, you know, two two of the big dogs out there fighting over stuff like that will continue to be a a newsworthy item because that affects us as well that are stuck. You know, you're in Microsoft, you want to make a change. Well, that causes more problems. Hey, Dave, I did did find a little good news though, folks. That uh, yeah, for, I was going to say commodities specs. are going commodities are up, but you've got a commodity that's actually going down, aren't they? Yeah. Hey, for you guys out there that are thinking about, you know, getting engaged, asking that girl to marry you, hey, you may want to hold on just a little bit because the price of diamonds is going down. Uh, they're down 18% from February's high of last year, down 6.5% this year, and expected to continue to fall. Um, so, uh, hey, maybe a little cheaper to get engaged now. So go ahead, guys, pop the question, but in the process, say, honey, can you wait six months? <laughs> <laughs> I am not an advice to the lovelorn person in any way, manner, or form. End of earnings season is upon us, and uh, we do have some interesting stuff coming out, still some household names reporting. I gather our friends at Olive Garden reported, huh? We did. Darden Restaurants reported, and uh, they beat expectations on their uh, on their earnings uh, i think revenue came in basically in line with expectations their full year guidance um you know is is on the high side of uh of the expectation um and so I, i'm looking at all this they raised their quarterly dividend um the only the only negative thing i kind of saw on anything was that their chairman um made the announcement he's going to retire uh, and so um you know, Darden's down today after hmm. a seemingly good news, um, down 3.8% this morning. Like I've been saying, this earnings season has been a tough room to play for. Beat the streets, you get one little blemish on your report like a uh, retirement, and they still don't like you. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Overstock.com. Now, they didn't report, yep. but but just them buying those, uh, winning that auction for Bed Bath & Beyond's uh, uh, digital assets, has got them trading up almost 8% this morning. Um, yeah. Evidently, they were just the stalking horse bid, as nothing else. Nobody else bid, so they got a bargain basement, I understand. Yeah, they bought it at the, at the minimum bid required. So uh, twenty one, little over $21 million. 
for that. So, hey, the other one we had that reported was KB Holmes. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, stellar performance for last quarter, um, beat substantially. They they came in at a dollar ninety four. They were only expected to earn a dollar thirty three a share, and revenue was exceedingly high too. They came in at a little over well, almost one point eight billion. Uh, they were only expected to make a little less than one point five billion. So uh, a nice run up there. Now, of course, that stock is up sixty percent um, year to date. And so they're trading down a little bit this morning, two and a quarter percent. I'm thinking that maybe just be some profit taking, Dave. That would make sense, given the fact that we had some good indications from the uh, building permits and housing starts earlier this week. I would think there'd be nothing on KB's uh, uh, radar screen that would give them reason to trade down other than just taking advantage of profits. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can really see, because they, you know, they, they, they seem to be doing well in terms of their managing their profit load. All righty. Well, resetting the table, it was a down day on Wall Street yesterday. Not very happy with what Chairman Powell had to say. He's going to say the same things today, 45 minutes before we open. What are we looking at? Dave, we got red ink across the board again today. The, the Dow Jones 30 is down about two-tenths. S&P 500 is down a quarter. And the NASDAQ 100 is down a third of a percent. So everything in the red, even on the other side, commodity side, we've got silver slipping huge, um, down a little over 1%, well under $23 now, $22.56 an ounce. Uh, Gold's down about a half a percent. And crude oil's down 2% this morning. Now, it's pretty close to where it was yesterday, a little bit less, but $71.06 a barrel right now. All righty. Well, at least there's one bit of good news to be had because I don't have much overseas. What was uh, labeled as concern over the Chinese economy is turning into a major bleed this morning. The Asian rim markets were down precipitously last night. Uh, The mainland Chinese market's down 1.3%. Hong Kong down almost 2%. Even Japan fell by a percent at the close this morning at 6 a.m. Europe not happy with those interest rate increases. The United Kingdom market is down almost to full percent midway through their day. Italy and Germany and France also falling like relative rocks, nothing like the Asian rim, but it's definitely not pretty anywhere in the world at the moment. Trying to keep a tab on what you're going to do for retirement takes a plan. And if you follow this stuff day to day, you don't have a plan. You need to have one. How do I get a hold of you to figure out how to make my retirement happen right, Philip? Absolutely, Dave. Planning is one of the major things that folks don't do when they head into retirement. They'll plan a lot of things, but they don't plan the financial part of the income of their retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design to walk through that process of giving folks the income plan they need to make sure that they can have the retirement they always dreamed of. Call us at 863-382-0037 for your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. Alrighty, and we'll be back tomorrow morning to tell you what's going on tomorrow and what happened today here on Light FM. Be well, we'll talk to you in a few, all right? All right, man, have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I hope you guys have had a great week and the weekend's coming up. Enjoy your time. Hey, I'm going to be out for a little bit. But, uh, hey, Dave will be with you and uh, catch him on the radio every morning at 105.7 Light FM. 
And I look forward to seeing you when I return in just a few days. Take care now. Until then.